Hey friend, I'm super excited to dive into this episode. But before we do, I wanted to come in here and personally invite you to Radiant Era. Radiant Era will help you create habits and rituals that support you, not deplete you. Get this, if you're experiencing dissatisfaction in any area of your life, you can trace it back to your habits. That's how powerful they are. Building and practicing new habits can help you trust yourself more than ever, build confidence, create better boundaries, become the woman of high self-integrity that you desire to be because you are keeping your word to yourself. Inside Radiant Era, you'll have all the tools and support that you need to create radiant rituals, better boundaries, and speak up unfiltered and unafraid. When you join Radiant Era, you get instant access to the library of content via a private podcast, which I know you'll love, and you get a group coaching call, which is on the first Wednesday of the month. So it is coming up here. We would love to welcome you in, help you really step into bold, decisive action, create change in your life, and build the self-trust that will support you in all areas of your life. It is time to step into your Radiant Era. For the link to join and more information, just DM me the word Radiant on Instagram. My Instagram is at Erica with a C dot a King A K I N G B O Y E. Or you can check out the show notes below. Say it with me. This is my radiant era. Hope to see you inside. You have to reverse engineer the no like and trust factor. And what I mean by that is before you get to building your house and the colors and the fonts and the, and all the beautiful things that comes with creating a brand in order for your audience to know, like, and trust you, you start by knowing, liking, and trusting yourself. Welcome to What's Her Story, the podcast for ambitious women who are ready to use their story as a catalyst for change. I'm your host, Erica Akingwe, bestselling author, content strategist, an author coach to high-achieving, globally-minded women. I started this podcast because, honestly, I'm nosy. Every time I see a woman shining, living aligned and abundant in life and business, I wonder, ooh, what's her story? I know this. Women who believe in themselves and their story are better equipped to help others transform. So if you're ready to connect over honest conversations, and be inspired by other impact-driven women, you're in the right place. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the What's Your Story podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the What's Your Story podcast, where we own our voice, seek purpose over perfection, and use our story as a catalyst for change. I have just been having the best time bringing incredible women to this platform, to your phones and podcast apps. It has been a delight to have these conversations and then to hear the feedback from y'all when you've listened and something has sparked something in you or it has posed a question that you get to approach with curiosity 
just been loving the feedback I'm getting as well. So keep it coming. I like to hear what it is that's really resonating with you. Today, we have another incredible conversation with the one and only Darlene. Darlene is an identity hype girl, yes, yes, (laughs) that motivates you to reclaim your identity and amplify your purpose. She's a personal branding consultant guiding you through creating a personal brand that honors both your identity and your purpose. Our paths crossed a few times and the most recent time was at Rachel Luna's event, Confidence Activated, and I was just immediately drawn. Do you ever meet someone or see someone from a distance and they are just magnetic? They're not even saying or doing something necessarily profound. They just have this aura, this glow, this magnetic presence. That's how I was drawn to Darlene. I'm excited to introduce you to our conversation. It was lovely in how she is able to unpack and reverse engineer some concepts and phrases and thoughts that we've probably just gotten used to, but she unpacks it in a way that brings new light to it And so I know you're going to enjoy our conversation. She was the designer for my book cover on Perfect. So I've been able to work with her in her profession as a branding consultant and designer. And then also through various conversations, she was a guest mentor inside of my Aligned and Abundant Author coaching group and my clients still rave about her. She just brought so much energy and understanding. It was just such a great session. It's a bonus session inside of the program still. And so I just had to introduce y'all to Darlene. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Darlene. Welcome to the What's Her Story podcast, Darlene. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm extremely happy. Like I've been super excited about all the guests I've got to interview, but I've been really looking forward to our conversation. It's every time we interact, it's like, yes, like I resonate so much with your message and your vibe and you're just like everything. And so I know it's going to be a good one. Thank you. I'm excited too. I, you know, I, I adore you and I love what you do. So I'm really excited about good conversation today. Yes. Thank you. So I've already given our listeners an introduction to you, read your bio, but I would love to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself in your own words. Who is darling? <laughs> um, I know, right? I love this question because it's, I, I, and a part of my messaging is is so much around this question because I am just such a multi-passionate and, and multifaceted individual, right? So when they ask me this question, I'm like, I do so many things. I'm a brand designer, a brand artist, a brand cre- co-creator. Um, and I've been doing that for over 10 years. And But a big portion of my process and just what I do even more so on my day-to-day is being an identity coach. And I, I use the word coach very lightly. It's, I almost feel like um, it's more so of like an identity and purpose hype girl. Like that's what, yes. <laughs> that's what I like telling people. Okay, like, I love that. 
right? I'm like a hype girl. I I, re I resonate so much more with that than the word coach, um, mm -hmm. so to speak. But um, but yeah, so that that is what I am. I'm a branding professional and um, an identity and purpose hype girl. I love that. You need to like own that part because it definitely resonates. Right. <laughs> yeah. Every quarter inside my Aligned and Abundant Author program, I have a guest master mentor and you were one yes. that just, you gave so much value. And I totally see that hype girl. Like you were able to help my clients pull out parts of them, messaging, really refine their identity just by good questions and you weren't afraid to say nope that's not it or nope that's landing flat that's too safe you're not safe you know so I like that it is kind of that honest girlfriend like come on you're For better sure. than this let's yeah <laughs> let's dig in yes so yes. I love that I could have you in our group and so that's one of our bonus sessions which is cultivating an embodied author brand and, you know, in my aligned author process, we talk about alignment. And so that's why I was like, okay, we need Darlene in here because identity is really about aligning with authentically who we are, reevaluating what we've said are our values to see, are they really our values or are they something we just put in our backpack from, mm -hmm. you know, being raised a certain way or culture. So I'm wondering, like, how important is embodiment for an author, coach, business owner, woman, what, like when it comes to their brand and what does that look like? What does embodiment look like? It's extremely important. I think it's a cornerstone to everything that you do, you know, to everything that you build, that it's that cornerstone. Because when you are a personal brand, when you're an author, you're out there, you're expressing your message and you're sharing your message and you're going to be open to a lot of feedback, opinions, and what have you. Same with when you have a personal brand, when you're the face of your brand, when you're, when it's your thoughts, when it's your, you know, all of this, that is your brand. You have to have that cornerstone of knowing who you are and what you stand and where you stand and what you stand on. And so embodiment is knowing who you are and even knowing, cause here's the thing about it too. I feel like when we talk about this, a lot of people think it's like, okay, this, I have to know who I am and be able to write it down or put it in a little box. Like this is the mm -hmm. box of who I am mm -hmm. and that's it. And, and there is no furthering that. Right. But that's not exactly true. There are some foundational pieces that will not shift in, in our identity and who we are. But a part of knowing who you are is also knowing that you're constantly evolving and growing mm. and knowing how to do that while staying in alignment and staying in your path, that's embodiment. Mm. Knowing how to constantly grow into yourself is embodiment and operating in that. So yeah, so it's not necessarily like this rigid set of this is who I am, one, two, three, four. It's more of so it is definitely, it's an essence, it's an ideology. It is, um, it's a lot more fluid than people believe, but still staying in that stream of who you are and not trying to muddle the waters. Mm, I like that description. 
Yeah. yeah, because we are evolving. We see different seasons of our life, different, yeah. whether it's around what we do or the relationships we're in or just different facets of us. Even authors that write many books kind of embody mm-hmm. or or take on that message of what they're really digging into. And then it may change in the next book or you know, iteration, same with a lot of businesses who pivot into what feels more purposeful, because when we can honor that there are seasons and that some are just complete, whether it's a person or a job or a location, it can just be complete. There's nothing wrong with it, but giving ourselves the grace to like, okay, I'm embodying this next version of myself. Right. And in these situations, like you said, whether it's a, a season in my life or, or a relationship or just like anything that touches our life in a way that um, adds to our identity, right? And to our like evolving, there's an art in knowing what you're going to take with you, what belongs, what's going to grow who you are and what was just collateral on that, like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, this is why I do what I do because that is not in the world that we live in, this is not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And because it's not easy and it takes so much, um, it's so integrate, integrate, integ- integ- am I saying this right? Integral or intricate? In a, a, intricate. intricate. Yes. <laughs> I did say it right. It just sounded really weird. Um, <laughs> it's so intricate. The, the process is so intricate that like in this society, we're not given the space and the time to, to do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just bombarded constantly with information that only confuses it all, you know, all the more. And so my purpose, right? Like what I want to do here is to help people through that process of like, mm-hmm. as the seasons come by, as the, the new books are written and the chapters change, knowing how to take that moment to kind of comb through what happened and know what it is that you get to embody and what it is that was just there to help you embody it, but doesn't go with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Some things that got us here no longer serve with us and it's okay Correct. to release. To release. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since this is a what's her story podcast, I would love to hear like, how has your identity shifted as you've done this work to come into alignment with your values like what's a constant and what are some iterations of yourself that are like oh that was that was interesting or that was fun (laughs) or thank god that's over (laughs) oh my gosh that is such a loading question um I promise you if you're listening do follow (laughs) me because this is this my next journey is really spelling it out for people as far as my experience finally telling like my story. My entire life has been this. This has been my life's work. My life's work with myself has been around my identity, around around identity, period. And that's why I came to the conclusion like, oh, this is my work out in the world because this is clearly just like what I've been got, what like what I'm here to master, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just through everything, you name it. Professionally, I've done so much professionally in my life. Like at one point I was a, a makeup artist. At one point mm-hmm. I was in school for massage therapy. At one point I was a I was in school for fashion design. Like there was so many 
pivots in my life. And even since I was branding and honestly, it's so funny because branding and design has been the constant since like in middle school. Mm. Um, That's always just been a constant. And that process has always been a form of identity with others, helping others with their brand identity. And so that was always a constant, but there were parts of even that process where I saw that it would go deeper. It goes deeper with the people that I was working with. I always went deeper than just the design. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know what they were trying to convey and why. I was very deeply interested (laughs) in why. And then a lot of times they changed their minds while working with me. Like, okay, you completely changed my entire messaging. I thought I came here for this one thing, but now I think it's this other thing. And so throughout that shift in and of itself of going from design to this, my personal life, you know, having to go through relationships, so many failures, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm not ashamed to say it. So many failures in my life that like have helped that I'm thankful for. I'm so Mm -hmm. thankful for all of the failures and knowing how to, again, pick up the pieces that serve me and let go of the ones that don't. So there's relationship-wise, faith-wise, so many shifts in my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been my life. My life has been a constant learning of what it means to fluctuate and go through mm-hmm. the ebbs and flows of life and still maintaining and growing your identity. And it wasn't until I learned why I was going through all of that, which is exactly, you know, this whole message. It wasn't until I Mm -hmm. got this message that things started finally. I didn't need so many, I didn't need so many failures, so to speak. I didn't need Mm -hmm. so many pivots, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or my pivots were not as disruptive and Mm -hmm. destructive, Mm -hmm. right? Because earlier in my journey, everything was like a destruction. Every Mm -hmm. single level, every single next phase, next chapter brought a lot of chaos and disruption. Mm -hmm. And as I've learned these lessons that I teach now, they're more of like gentle redirections Mm -hmm. and more of an ebb and flow. And so that has been my, my life. Um, just to put it in a nutshell, because I'd be here all day if I was to tell you like (laughs) every single, uh, you know, I'll be launching a podcast soon and it definitely will highlight some of my experiences, but like, it's just been a very wild ride. And to sum it up, it really all stems from owning who you are and finding at what point did people, life, things, et cetera, shut that down Mm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And then getting it back and mm-hmm. then being in alignment with it. Yeah. And sometimes that takes a very long time <laughs> to get to, yeah. to get around to it. Um, Hope I made sense. <laughs> it did. It does. It, you had a lot of things I wanted, like threads I wanted to pull on. I had this vision when you said it was very destructive of the Phoenix, which is literally rising from a fire or, yes. you know, it's like, it's exactly what it was supposed to be is a complete restart and you rose in spite of yes the destruction i love and, that you had that image because the phoenix is literally like my mythological creature like that is, oh I, my I, gosh. I actually I can have see a, it. a tattoo planned to yeah of a phoenix yep 
yes okay well I have like chills so yeah (laughs) yes it's a beautiful metaphor that we can just embrace embrace that something that you said reminded me of when you were sharing in the line abundant author group about no like and trust Mm -hmm. like even when you're sharing your story right now I believe our stories really lead us to our calling and where we are right now. You know, there, you're not going to be a a farmer right now if this has been your life work about an identity. Like, so it really just directs us. And then the no like and trust, you gave such a profound spin on it. I was like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. Can you talk about? I don't want to give it away. Like the no like and trust. Usually, people say, "I'm building a brand." as if it's this, uh, like a a house, like this, this exterior thing, I'm building a brand. Here are my colors and fonts. And this is my offer. I want people to know, like, and trust me. What do you say to that person who I used to be? It's so funny because someone from your group, I believe it was messaged me the other day and they were like, you are like the reverse engineering queen. Yes. Um, (laughs) Because I reverse engineer everything. Um, and that's exactly what I say to that. It's reverse. You have to reverse engineer the no like and trust factor. And what I mean by that is before you get to building your house and the colors and the font and the, and all the beautiful things that comes with creating a brand in order for your audience to know, like, and trust you, you start by knowing, liking, and trusting yourself. Mm. (laughs) it's like so simple and so profound like mic drop but do you know like and trust yourself yeah because how is anyone going to know you and like you and trust you if what you're putting out there you don't know yourself like and trust Mm -hmm. and so what you're putting out there being you first and especially for personal brands authors etc like let's break it down right so knowing you know yourself yes knowing who you are knowing you know your strengths knowing okay that's great but like know your know thyself but mm-hmm. like really know thyself mm-hmm. not knowing who it's not a matter of knowing what you want to present as yes it's not knowing what persona you want to put out there it's not knowing who you want to become it's that no it is knowing who you are your essence your heart your soul your spirit we are not and I think across all faiths, we can all agree that we are not just this body. Oh, absolutely. Universally, across all faith, we know this, right? Mm-hmm. So knowing yourself is knowing who you are beyond your own body. Mm-hmm. That's a level of work that branding's not gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Outfits, makeup artists, like any of those external things that's just mm-hmm. icing on mm-hmm. the cake but the internal work. Yes. That internal work, that Mm -hmm. intimacy with yourself, where you know Mm -hmm. yourself on a deeper level that feeds Mm -hmm. everything you put out there. That is, that is embodiment. That is Mm -hmm. the essence that is infused in all the work that you touch. Literally everything you put out there is anointed with your essence. Mm -hmm. And you have to know that essence, Mm -hmm. right? And a part of knowing the second part that's less deep is, is knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, so that falls mm-hmm. into know, knowing what you know, knowing what you don't know, knowing what you will accept, knowing what you will not accept. And all of that comes mm. from that essence. Mm-hmm. 
all of that comes from that essence. So know thyself goes from there because once you tap into that essence, once you tap into that anointing and you are embodying it, everything else is almost like it happens naturally. Like, you know, like you feel that you're walking in it. You're just like, that's a no. Yes. That's, that's a yes. I stand on that. I don't stand on that because you're already operating from that essence. You feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's no, right. Know thyself, mm-hmm. know yourself, like yourself. Yeah. Right. So that's a pretty step forward thing, but knowing one thing feeds into the other. When you know yourself in that essence, you detach yourself from the things that have been put on you that are not you. Yeah. And that leads you to liking who you are, loving who you are. Like even when you shared your story a minute ago and you're like, lots of failures. And I can say that as just part of the story, you know, like we have to love our story first before we can share it confidently with other people. Like we have to like, do I like me with knowing flaws and Mm -hmm. strengths, you know, all of it. Yes. Yes. It reminds me of like a quote uh, or, you know, something that Zoe Saldana shared. And I know everybody has seen this, but she, it's a, it's a audio clip that goes around where she's talking about, like, I, I like myself. I like how I make mistakes. I like how I learn and I like how I operate. And, and I love that. She said, I like how I make my mistakes. I like how I learn from them. Like Mm -hmm. that's something like her mistakes, our mistakes could look really freaking bad out in the world, but I can confidently say like, I like how I make my mistakes. I like how Mm -hmm. I learn from my mistakes. It's okay. And that's a level of self-acceptance that we have to reach if, especially if we want to put ourselves out in the public. Mm -hmm. I recently went through a separation in the middle of a divorce process. And there was some anonymous person on my social media. We'll just say that. (laughs) God bless them, whoever they may be, (laughs) who was just kind of like, started posting on my posts that were completely unrelated, but they were just kind of like, where's your husband? Where's your little blended family? Um, you know, cause I took a lot of identity in being a matriarch of like my blended family. It was like a little, you know, Brady bunch. Mm-hmm. And just like this constant questioning of like, things must not be okay because where is he? You would always post this. You would always post that and not. And I was trying to keep that part private until I was because I was working very, very hard in my healing, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Post that, just like integrating my lessons, my mistakes, owning mm-hmm. the parts of me that played a part in that failure, so to speak, and um, mm-hmm. forgiving the parts that were not my, you know, that were not my fault, etc. So mm-hmm. I don't normally talk about something until I process that. Uh, yeah. And, Right. And so I was, I hadn't made it public, but this person was like so much for being a guru that you have a (laughs) failed marriage. And it's so interesting Mm. how, if you would have told me this six years ago, I would have broken down like, oh, the shame. Yeah. (laughs) And I shut down all social media and a hideout. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Going in my cave, like, nope, can't handle it. And I was just like, is this person okay? Because like, Mm. number one, I've never in my life called myself a guru ever (laughs) in my life. Like I'm far, far too imperfect to be anybody's guru, but it was the peace that I felt even when, even Mm. through all of that, Mm -hmm. that I was just like, this doesn't affect me or what I do or what Mm -hmm. I, what I'm 
speaking about on social media or how I show up on social media or anything like that, because mm-hmm. I don't identify with my failures. I mm-hmm. identify with the little nuggets that it gives me, but I don't identify with my failures. I still like myself. Yeah. Um, yes, I've got another another failed relationship under my belt, but I don't identify with that. Like I just, yeah. I just don't. And I'm sorry to anyone who is trying to have me identify with that. I like mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And you, you are know, also and- honoring that you share scars after their healing, not scabs in the middle. Yes. Like there's something very mature about that when we share our stories from a place of healing and that takes time. And that means, yeah, we're not going to be blasting everything every minute. And that anonymous person was obviously very involved in your life like on the, you know, as social media does, they all of a sudden know everything about us and have a say in it. And we have to be firm about, okay, well, what are you projecting onto me? I'm not learning anything about myself right now. I'm learning about you. Yep. You have some issues yep. about things that I'm just going to bless and release. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. And I love how you said, because that's just it. We live in a world where people think they know you by just social media. Mm-hmm. And so they will create an entire persona for you. And then they'll decide whether they like that persona or they don't. And if you do not know yourself and like that person, then you will take on whatever persona is projected on you. Mm. And that is the demise of so many things, so many great things, so much potential and so much power. And so liking who you are also has to do with making sure that how you operate and how you show up and how you are behaving is in alignment with who you know you are. Because the second that there's a disconnect between this is who I know I am Mm-hmm. but this is who I'm being. Yeah. This is why you don't like yourself. Yeah. Right. And I think we can approach that with curiosity. Cause like you're saying, we are always evolving. So when we start feeling like, oh, that doesn't, yes. I don't like this. It's not a, well, you don't know, like, and trust yourself. It's an invitation to say, okay, yes. what is now misaligned? What is no right. longer serving me? How can I lean into mm-hmm. this and be mm-hmm. a gentle observer? Yeah. Instead of Nicole and right, right. Well, and I the, failed. Yes. And this, and that's a big key. That's like a directional. The second that you feel that I don't like this, or I feel bad about this, or I feel any form of guilt, shame, resentment is a big key for me. Yeah. Yes. Resentment, guilt, shame, um, just overall lack of confidence or just anything that's like against yourself, so to speak. That's mm-hmm. an, like you said, an invitation to just be like, what is not integrated? What is not, what hasn't integrated? What do I need to integrate? And what do I need to let go of? What's not in alignment? So all of that falls into that because the like piece is much more of a layer out, right? Which is Um, also the benefit of working with an identity hype girl like you. It's because sometimes (laughs) we're like, it doesn't feel right, but I don't know what to do. Like, and it needs this outside perspective of saying, have you thought about this? You know, so having that support, it also doesn't say anything about our incapability of doing things on our own. It's we are meant for a community and support and Mm -hmm. someone like you who it is their life work. It's such a blessing that you can step in and really help 
women navigate this ebb and flow. For sure. Um, and that is, that is what I love to do. That's what I'm here for. It's very important because again, we live in a world where everything is just thrown at us from all directions. The internet is just full of information that we're constantly taking in, whether we realize it or not. And taking that moment to pause and shut everything down, shut all the voices down and just like reflect, knowing how to do that for yourself um, and knowing how to have people around you that you actually connect with, not just reach Mm -hmm. out on social media, see what they posted today. No, like that you Mm -hmm. have like an intimate connection with that Mm -hmm. you can get that mirror, so to speak. And that's what I feel like I provide when I work with them. Like here's the, here's a real mirror not Mm -hmm. just like the mirrors that are everywhere else. Here's your kaleidoscope. Yes, Um, I like that. Yeah, there's a whole theory behind that what we could get to, but yes. (laughs) So that's the like. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we get to trust, it's self-explanatory, right? Like you trust once you have the others, right? Even in marketing, when you're trying to have other people know, like, and trust you, it it goes in that order. They have to know you Mm -hmm. in order to like you and they have to like you in order to trust you. Same thing Mm -hmm. with yourself. You have to know yourself, you have to like yourself. And then you begin to trust your choice of moving forward. Mm -hmm. And what you're beating there is imposter syndrome. What you're beating there is procrastination. Mm -hmm. You know, what you're beating there is lack of confidence. Um, People pleasing, perfectionism. People pleasing, all of it, all the things that hold us back is in that trust factor. And it can all be traced back to knowing yourself. And Mm so that's the trust factor. That doesn't mean here a disclaimer, right? That doesn't mean you're not going to feel any of those things. Yeah, exactly. We're always going to feel them. (laughs) We're always, we're human. But being more in tune, being Mm -hmm. able to be more in tune with our inner voice. Women are so beautifully wired to have this intuition that God's whisper, our own whisper, that listening to that is so valuable and it can take a lot of time when we're conditioned to put everyone else first, Mm -hmm. listen to the identity roles that we're just put into since we were 10, you know, a lot of things that want to make us tune our own trusting and our own voice out like in the intro of this podcast, what's your story is for ambitious women who are ready to own their voice. That means you have to find your voice first and like own it. Say, no, this is that I trust mm-hmm. this voice. And I, yeah. it's telling me something mm-hmm. it's planted there for a reason and then seek purpose over perfection. It's like getting rid of the facade it's yeah. supposed to look like. Yeah. And then using our story as a catalyst for change. It's taking what we have that's just innately in us, our story, our experiences, and turning it into an act of service, you know, to really make an impact. And so that mm-hmm. trusting is owning your voice, that that voice inside is gold. And are we listening to it? Mm-hmm. You know, Do we trust it? Mm-hmm. Do we yeah. trust it? Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing because when you have trust in who you are and in your essence and what you're here to do and just in how you operate and all of it, um, then when imposter syndrome comes knocking, because it will, and when, mm-hmm. when perfectionism comes knocking, when it will, you have an arsenal, you have a weapon to fight mm-hmm. it with. And, it, and that is the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. And you can speak onto that perfectionism and onto that imposter syndrome and onto that lack of confidence and it wins 
mm-hmm. because it's it's bigger than just a title and a role and mm. um and a goal it's bigger than that it's your essence it's mm-hmm. bigger than even your body because that's what you are that's what you're channeling you're channeling that inner you and that inner mm-hmm. you is greater than all those things so mm-hmm. despite your change in titles so i'll speak for myself despite the fact that i am no longer a, a stepmom no longer a wife despite the fact that my titles and my roles have changed over the year despite the fact that my income has changed over the year despite the fact that my goals have changed over the years despite all of that my identity is the same mm-hmm. and my purpose my overall purpose is the same mm-hmm. and my my essence is the same mm-hmm. it's only more powerful now so when i can tap into that that shuts down all the voices all mm. the voices because if my essence has traveled mm-hmm. all this way and has only grown bigger mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> yeah. nothing can stop that mm-hmm. and beautiful. that's a powerful place to be yes that's so powerful so potent i think that's why there are so many messages trying to keep us from that yeah and so yeah. many you know structures because they know Ooh. when women harness the power of their story their identity and just their voice oh my gosh like i i literally got chills again like it is yep the world will change and there there's it's it's a literal fight out there and now more than ever i have never felt more called it's almost like it's go time because mm-hmm. there has never been more of a fight for our identity in general as and especially so as women but we won't go there but definitely as just as individuals mm-hmm. that i feel like this needs to be heard there's like a literal war against all of our identities as humans like we're being challenged we're being told who we are we're being told who we should be we're being told how we should behave how we should feel um what we can do what we cannot do by every single piece of marketing out there by just the internet by the opinions like we live in with our faces stuck to devices that are constantly telling us what to do be say believe and yeah. that is just not okay Yeah. It's not okay. I say this almost every episode because I truly believe this at my core is that women who believe in themselves and in their story are better equipped to help others transform. A hundred percent. That's the goal. Believe in yourself and in your story because it really matters. Like every voice matters our differences matter and like representation matters and experience matters we need to just really own who we are in all of those aspects because someone else another woman who's grasping for her meaning is looking for us to or someone like her to to be there you know on mm-hmm. social media or on our websites or wherever they find it in real life. I was very drawn to you at Confidence Activated, uh, Rachel Luna's event. Mm -hmm. I just, I knew we had to connect. And that 
first impression, it was just like radiant. I was like, okay, there's a confident woman who is there fully embodied as you. And just, I don't know, like there's part of me, I was like, I really want to be your friend. Like, <laughs> would you want to be my friend? And, Can I tell uh, you something? Can I yeah, tell you something? Please. <laughs> that event happened a week after I separated from my husband. Oh, wow. Yep. So to hear you say that that's how you saw me mm. in that moment, because it was not a gentle separation mm. in that moment is the epitome. It's the epitome of what we're talking about right now. Mm. Because even in one of my lowest of lows, mm -hmm. what walked before me was my essence, mm. not my reality at that yeah. moment of how I felt in my body and my, mm. the reality of my situation in that yeah. moment. Wow. Truly. Yep. So that right there, yeah. yeah. right. It's this entire episode embodied mm -hmm. in one situation. Mm -hmm. mm. It's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love that we can just step in and be who we are in the world yeah. and that it's this ripple effect. You know, I've loved every minute of this conversation. <laughs> I like to end each conversation with a couple questions. First question is, what has been an impactful book that's helped you in this journey to where you are today? I am a reader, so I there's been so many, but there is a book, and I can't remember the author right this second, but there's a book called Conversations with God. Oh my gosh, it's in my, it's in my- In your reading list? Yes. Okay. I will link it. That, yes. That book absolutely changed my life because, and you know, there's mixed thoughts about that depending on your, you know, your religious background. Um, there's definitely mixed thoughts on it and, and you take what you take and you, you know, however it decides to minister to you. But with the fact that, like I said, we can all agree across all beliefs that we are more than just our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so for me, having a healthy spiritual practice is important. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like that's important for everybody. And it doesn't matter if it's whatever your path is, right? Just get on it, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> right? Just get on it. And yeah. I had lost a big portion of that path um, because I was church hurt mm -hmm. and I just disconnected from it altogether. Mm -hmm. And that book connected me again. Beautiful. And so I was able to do a, a solid spiritual practice, whether you're religious or not, doesn't matter. A spiritual practice, mm -hmm. just so you don't know, does not even have to be tied to any religion. Yeah. Okay. It's just a practice beyond, you know, it's for that essence. And that did it for me. So mm. that changed my life. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to get on that book since this is a confirmation too. Yeah. Wonderful. So I'll link that in the show notes. My second question is, what confident action step would you like to leave with our listeners? Because I know we are just so good at digesting information and putting stuff in our head and not integrating it with our bodies, our hearts, and our actions. So what's like one small step that they could take this week? Um, a small step that they can take this week is a step back. Mm. Tell me mm -hmm. more. Taking a step back from the noise, a step back from 
what's holding them back from just from everything and a moment to tap into their essence and this may be a big step for some Uh because this may be a step into like I was just mentioning with your first question it might be a step into uh, maybe I need to have this moment of a, a spiritual practice maybe I need to go back to having like a ritual maybe that looks like going back to my church after a long time maybe that looks like saying a little prayer dare I say meditating, um, whatever that case is. But the the point is, take a step back into yourself to start feeling that essence again, right? Less of a robot, less do, 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 less, this is what I must do. These are my titles. These are my roles. And just take a step back from all that. Get in touch with your essence in the smallest of way that you possibly can. Feel something again. Yeah, I like to think about what my like eight year old self enjoyed. Yep. Like what brings yep. joy? What was just yep. at the core before I was told who before. I was? Yes. Yes. What I'm is that thing that. for you? It is being outside. It is. I loved having my toes in the grass. Like I wasn't a run around crazy kid but I love just being out in the garden and in wandering wandering so I do make a priority of of, I like to either catch sunrise or sunset on a walk and so that's like how I've kind of integrated and I also like to between calls and stuff go put my toes in the grass thankfully we live in Florida where all year round that is possible (laughs) yes yes but that immediately brings me back to that's a a form of meditation and yes. centering and mindfulness and being present. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I love that because it's so different for everybody, right? And that's yeah. that right there is a spiritual experience. You're connecting out like to your essence. For me, it's dancing. I was gonna say that I love that you share so much like bachata and like mm-hmm. dances with your family. I was wondering yes. if that was one of those yes. dancing is definitely, I mean, you know, aside from like my own, like rituals and spiritual practices, dancing is like that, that small step that's always going to bring me back to my essence, like immediately just, you know, and it could, and it could, it could be dancing to anything, honestly. Yeah. Dance to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just moving. I love it. Just moving. That's a great step that everyone can take. Step back. So where can the people find you? I know I want everyone to connect with you. Where should they go? So um, my website is xoxdarling.com. And you can also find me on my personal yet public uh, (laughs) Instagram is also xox underscore darling. And from there, you know, I will point you all the directions so that you know once my podcast launches and everything else is there for you you can definitely find it in in that but connect with me and dm me and and let me know you heard this i'd love to i love to talk so perfect i will link i will link you in the show notes as well but i love that you're consistent in website and instagram xox darlene perfect yes thank you so much darlene this has been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story, for sharing the reverse engineering. You're great at it. 
I, I love reverse engineering. <laughs> you know, we always tend to think that everything has to like go A, B, and C. And I'm just like, sometimes <laughs> when you can't bring yourself to A, B, and C, you're just going to have to CBA. Like, yeah. <laughs> work back your way it back. on up. Yes. yes. Take a step back. Take like, we step. just reverse engineer everything. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. And thank you, friend, for tuning in to What's Your Story, for spending time with Darlene and I. I know we would love to hear your biggest takeaway. You can tag Darlene and I on Instagram. We both live there and would love to hear from you. So until next time, have a great week. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to What's Her Story. I love spending time with you. Now, I'd love for you to subscribe rate and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And if you found value in this episode, share it with a friend and then come hang out with me on Instagram at Erica Akingboye. Be sure to check out the show notes. I've included all important notes and links, including how you can get the latest free download that is exactly how to use your story to create social change. I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too. See you there, friend.